0: And welcome back to the One Where It's Possible podcast with Hannah Crowley. And this is your girl, Hannah Crowley, certified life coach and weight loss transformation expert. (laughs) Can you believe we're on episode number 12? Also, technically, number 12 was scheduled to come out last week. And let's just have a real talk moment. (laughs) I want to share this because I personally appreciate hearing about the (laughs) really gritty work that goes into this kind of stuff, the behind the scenes kind of of production. (laughs) I recorded and edited and had many hours put into this episode, number 12, last week, and I lost it all. And then I ran out of time (laughs) to be able to re-record, edit, and then publish. So there wasn't one that came out last week. (laughs) So there's that. And as much as the missing week (laughs) really irks me, (laughs) of course, there's lessons um, to be learned. (laughs) And, you know, we just keep going. Right. So here I am with episode number 12. (laughs) Also, just to give you a little bit of an update on my whole fractured wrist situation, I've got two weeks left in a cast on my left and my right, I have, my right wrist has been feeling pretty good. So we're doing good there. Cannot freaking wait to get the cast off. (laughs) I got a new one put on a week ago and it is (laughs) it's way tighter than the other one and just super uncomfortable. So, 2 weeks more to go. But of course, I've it hasn't stopped me. I'm still working out, still doing, still doing what I can. But anyways, there's your little update for that. I wanted to get into today's episode and what I wanted to talk about on today's episode is identifying the true problems within a weight loss journey and how is and how this is one of the first stages really into creating freedom from it. I wanted to talk about this because I see many women and work with women who are frustrated in their weight loss journeys and tired of struggling, but aren't sure how to not struggle with it. when <laughs> You've been struggling with it most of your life. Um, and that's not true for everyone, but for a lot of people that struggle with it, it's been a struggle for a long time. So what we hear most are things like, you know, just work out and eat better. (laughs) Work out more, eat less. Uh, But what I want to really talk about is the parts of of weight loss or health journey that a diet or a new food strategy alone actually isn't going to solve. Losing weight for good, as in the last time, releasing the struggle for good, having freedom in this area. And you know, this is what I do. This is what I coach women on. It's more than how many calories or macros, what diet you're following. And you know this, right? It's mental and it's emotional as it is physical. Looking to just change the way you eat is trying to solve like an emotional problem with a physical solution. It don't work. It's almost like, I don't know, making banana bread using beets instead of banana. <laughs> so nutrition and movement, yes, matters. But it's only a part of it. If it was just about a meal plan and exercise, if it was just about eat right and work out or eat more less, work out more, I think that everyone would probably be get to their goals and they'd be able to keep them. Right. But if you look at our lives, we are mental (laughs) and emotional. There are, is our minds and we have thoughts. We have beliefs. There's our bodies. There are feelings. There's our past. There's goals. Like there is other people around us. There's all these parts that come together to make up our lives. And so of course, there's going to be what more than just one thing that directly affects you know this part of our life in trying to lose weight. <laughs> Hopefully, that makes sense. So the weight loss journey and finding freedom from the struggle of it all actually is really more about getting to know yourself and figuring out you awareness of your thinking, awareness in your patterns or habits. Like, why do you reach for food at three 3.30 p.m. every day? Why am I searching the pantry when I'm bored or I'm sad? And when you're only focusing on how should I be eating or what should I be eating? And sometimes people I coach want to be told, you know, what to do or like, just tell me how to eat. <laughs> we're, we're missing. Like, why am I eating? Like, the real true reason why maybe that we're struggling with our food like the other stuff. And when you're always looking for somebody else to give you the answers or to turn to a diet to to be the answer, right? And that's like outsourcing a situation that really needs insourcing. It really is about getting to know yourself. And I'm sure you've heard from like <laughs> 5,000 different people. It's a lifestyle. You have to make it a lifestyle. But have you ever followed a diet that makes you feel miserable, <laughs> how do you create a lifestyle out of something that feels terrible? And doesn't it all feel sustainable long-term? How do you make it a lifestyle when it's something you don't enjoy or you're complaining about or you have fear around? Like when you're saying, I can't have that or I shouldn't have that or I've been bad, I fell off. How do you make that a lifestyle? You can't really. The way to not struggling in your weight and with food and in your body, to have freedom in this area will not come from dieting or another food strategy alone. And definitely not by following someone else's rules with food without consideration of you and deeming others or a diet the expert over yourself. Trusting outside sources over yourself. The the path to freedom <laughs> doesn't look like restriction, rules, right? How you get someplace is how you are when you're, you are there. It's like the same as you can't hate yourself into loving yourself. You can't find freedom <laughs> through a bunch of other people's rules and telling yourself, you're bad, or I shouldn't, I fell off the whack. Like that's not freedom. How you get there is how you'll be once you are there. So if that's the tactics you use, that's what you'll continue to feel restricted, deprived. Does so it make sense? I'm going to quote Albert Einstein here. A problem defined is a problem half solved. So let me say that again. A problem defined is is a problem half solved? Meaning, once you understand what is really going on, like once you can define the problem, what's going on, what's getting in your way, you're already on your way, you're already half solved it. So let's get into some of the real problems we have going on. And when I say problem, and I'm putting putting that in air quotes, (laughs) I just wanna be clear, You are not the problem. Your body is not the problem. You and your body are actually amazing without changing a dang thing. And like think about how intricate and amazing our bodies are. Like what they do for us every single day. Like it's amazing. So you and your body are not the problem. You are amazing. What we want to look at and examine are our choices, are our habits, feelings, beliefs. When you look at what you want, the changes you'd like to see, and when you look at the goals you've chosen, the problem, again, with the air quotes here, is the thing that's keeping you stuck from what you want, and that's what you want to identify. So I'm going to go through a list, and while it's a list of quite a few things. It's not a complete list, but chances are you're going to be like, "Yes, that is me." to one if not a few of the things I'm going to list out. So identifying what this is going what what's going on for you, like Albert Einstein says, it's half solved. <laughs> like so once you identify the problem, you're already halfway to solving it. So listen, as I break it down for you, and if something stands out and you're like, that's, that's a thing, I struggle with that, write it down. And you might wanna write down all the things that I'm about to list. And I just wanna tell you that's okay. I have struggled with most of these things. <laughs> um, but if this is something that you wanna get to work on and you're feeling like, oh my gosh, it's all these things, it can feel like a lot. And maybe you don't know really where to start first. And I'm just going to tell you, it's, it's, it can feel like there's a lot, but it really comes down to like a few and you can't pick the wrong thing to start with. So just start. And a lot of things overlap and open up. Hopefully I'm making sense here. Open up to each other. Like, so with the right tools, you can just decide, just pick where you want to start. and then that also helps other areas. You work on one thing, it can help another thing. So you just start somewhere, and you can't start with the wrong thing. So another awesome Albert Einstein quote I have for you. If I had an hour to solve a problem, I'd spend 55 minutes identifying the problem and five minutes thinking about solutions. So really identifying what is going on. This is it. It, Like understand, once you understand this, like it's so much easier to be able to get to the place that you wanna be when you truly understand what's going on. So if you've been feeling like losing weight is hard and it's complicated and you aren't clear on what's going on for you, then yeah, it can totally feel complicated, frustrating and why eating alone hasn't solved it. Because you haven't really addressed the actual problem. So let's get into it. So the first thing I have here is your habits or your behaviors that are counterproductive to your goals. So this can be standing in your way. It could be something like late night snacking, you know. So look at some of the habits and behaviors that are counterproductive, like maybe there is some things that you need to just stop. Um, Then the next thing I have is sabotaging, which is doing things that are like opposite of what you wanna be doing. I wanna turn right, my goals are to my right, and then I just turn left, (laughs) it's like that's sabotaging. Um, Emotional eating. Most of the time when you hear this phrase, you think maybe upset down, face down in a bowl of ice cream. Right? But every one of us could be considered an emotional eater. So this is something to look at that could be one of the things that you're struggling with. I mean, look at how we use food not only to drown our sorrows, but to celebrate, to entertain, we use it as comfort right? So something to look at is emotional eating. The next one I have here is overeating or over hunger. Overeating is eating past what our bodies really need. Like you're you're good and then you just eat to keep eating. Or viewing hunger as an emergency. Like that has to be like taken care of immediately, right? That just perpetuates actually more overeating and overhunger. But the next thing I have is overdesire. And this is when we let the part of our brain that loves pleasure to rule us. It's like cravings, and that's another one is cravings, feeling like they have control over your actions. So, next food feelings that are counterproductive to your goals. And these can be things such as worry or anxiety, having guilt or overwhelm or mistrust around food. F- um food feeling like it's your only source of pleasure, comfort and relief. When you don't want those results it's giving you or you're stuck in unwanted results, that could be something that is getting in your way of your goals, feeling like it's your only source of pleasure, comfort, and relief. Okay, next I have weight and body feelings that are counterproductive to what you're wanting to achieve. So if you have shame around your weight or body, you have feelings of inadequacy or feel insecure, you're impatient or hate on your weight or your body, (laughs) that can be getting in your way And I'm just going to pause there and say like, that can directly affect how you're eating and the patterns that you have with food is when you feel insecure or inadequate, that directly affects how you're eating. So this stuff matters, really. The next thing I have on here is thoughts and beliefs, that are counterproductive to your goals. You know, such as believing you're not worth the effort or believing that you can experience a craving without giving into it. The next one I have is dieting. That could be a thing that's keeping you stuck. Just that rule, and what, it, what dieting is, is that rule-following approach to food. When you feel restricted, deprived, that's not freedom. And again, food freedom is not found by putting a ton of rules and restrictions around food that you don't decide for yourself. So that can be something if that's getting in your way is that constant (laughs) dieting mentality. The next I have here is perfectionism. All or nothing fuels sabotage. It fuels the yo-yo dieting. It fuels the back and forth from one extreme to the other. It's perfectionism. Definitely could be getting in your way. The next one, uh, people-pleasing. So eating out of obligation. (laughs) Your mother-in-law made you her famous lasagna, so you just eat it, even though you don't really love it. And even though it causes your stomach to hurt afterwards, You eat it because she made it for you and you, you know, want to be grateful, people pleasing. (laughs) It also is feeling controlled by other people's opinions. This was one I actually get a lot from my clients and it's where like you're worried what your friends will think of you. Like if you order the salad at dinner or you skip the bread basket, like you're worried about what other people are going to think of you by the way that you're eating. So you you eat how you think that they want you to eat. It's people-pleasing. So out of all that that I just listed, it, it, it's kind of a lot, but there's even more other things going on. But I just wanted to give you a good list to start with. As I went through it, were you able to identify some of the things that you were like, yes. <laughs> you know those are totally things that are in your way. Now there are skills and tools to help with all of this. I have weaved in tools, many tools already into this podcast in previous episodes. So, and though they can help. And I will continue to share tools and strategies in upcoming episodes. But I also wanted to take a second to invite you into my world where we can dive deeper into these things and more where you where we can apply them to you in your life specifically, where we work together. This is the work I am honored to get to do. I help women learn how to have amazing relationships with themselves, one of trust and love, and where yes, food freedom, because you learn true choice and how to make empowered decisions when it comes to what you eat. And if this is something you want, um, connect with me on Instagram, share with me any realizations you might be having, From this episode. And if you want to get on a consultation call, you know, let's do it. I'm so passionate about helping women in this area of their life. The one thing I really want you to know, and it's right in the title of this podcast, because I don't think that I truly understood it way back when. (laughs) If you want freedom from this area of your life, you want to be at your goal weight, love your body. Maintain, not worry or overcomplicate what and how to eat. You want to trust yourself around food and not have fear. Truly not have to devote so much of your brain space and energy to this, to no longer struggle. What I need you to know is it's possible. It's possible for you, it's an option. <laughs> it's not just for other people, it can be for you too. And that's what I really want you to take away from this, but really take the time to identify what is going on for you. What's in your way? Go back and listen again to some of those things that I just listed and you'll already have solved your problem. So stop looking to just the physical. Many of the things I listed had to do with like mindset, managing your mind processing emotions, feeling your feels. (laughs) Okay, so that is what I have for you today. Love you. Thank you so much for being here. Before we end though, I want to give you your Hannah's Randoms rules for living tip of the week. And that is kitchen gadgets do help you in the kitchen (laughs) and they can make being in the kitchen a little bit more fun, especially if you're someone that doesn't like being in the kitchen like myself (laughs) so thank you again for spending time with me today i appreciate you and we'll talk next week